Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trends says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com. And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Spoilers Nation After Dark begins now. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's more like it's... We're finally here at Oilers Nation After Dark, ready to talk about a W, the very first one of the Edmonton Oilers season. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Aaron Bordado, live inside the Sports Closet studio, where the very first comment of the game was from the real Tyler Mulek, and it was just a smiley face. Arrow said, first period reaction. Well, Tyler, I'm sure that your smiley face has grown in size because that was one hell of a performance from the Edmonton Oilers as they took down the Nashville Predators by a score of 6-1. to one. The name of the episode for the pregame show was the Mayor of Smashville. And let me tell you, he came out and he showed up tonight. Leon Dreisaitl finished with two goals and two assists. He wasn't the only Oilers forward with a four-point night as Zach Hyman was able to bury one and get three apples. Yes, Zach Hyman, you might ask. Yes, he is on the second line. And yes, Tyler, earlier today, did make a bet saying he would do shot of Crown Royal tomorrow live on the show. If the second line was able to bury one, well, Tyler, they didn't just bury one. They buried two as contract year Warren Fogle showed up and showed out and got on the scoreboard. As always... I am joined by the man behind the desk with me, Gavin Turnick. Gavin, how how are you doing today? Because that was one hell of a game. Wow. Let's <laughs> go. First, Oilers Nation After Dark following a win. Vibes are high. The chat is absolutely loving it. I'm loving it, Aaron. What a game for the Edmonton Oilers. It sure is. The chat is absolutely bumping right now, and I feel like a lot it. of it is centered towards Tyler. Scotty91 <laughs> says, and Tyler wanted to trade Campbell for Soros. Tyler should eat cat food for that take. Well, instead, ladies and gentlemen, our boy Uh-oh. is going to be doing a Uh-oh. shot from our friends at Crown Royal. Uh, his, I mean, tomorrow at 12 o'clock. Now, I, we did talk earlier. We were talking in our group chats. 
Now I got to try and put this thing back. That's the hard part right there. Uh, we were talking in the group chat, and I said because it's two goals, shouldn't that be two shots necessarily? I think so. so let me know in the chat where you guys kind of follow out on that. Actually, Gavin, you should pull up a poll right now and Let's ask if that's worth one or two. Knowing Tyler, I'm sure he will find a way to just do one. But I'd like to come in with a little bit of evidence. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm seated in here. 80 and 2. 80 and 2 is back as a possibility for the Oilers record this year. I see Chris Walking says the Oilers are back. And here Hope Soup gets in the groove. Quail says great start to the season for the Oil. That's right, because if you caught pre-gaming earlier today, we said that this was the unofficial slash official start to the season. This was take three. And Gavin, we did it. The boys showed up. What impressed you the most tonight? Honestly, obviously just a quick start, but we saw it against Vancouver, right? But we kind of let Vancouver into that hockey game. But today, came out strong, kept a foot on the gas pedal. And Jack Campbell, oh my God. Over 40 saves for Soup. Huge bounce back game for him. Love to see it. I think Jack Campbell might, I mean... We're only three games into the season, but I'm pretty sure he's in the lead for save of the year with that scorpion pad wind up around the post. That was incredible. And that was an awesome sight to see. And it was right after the 4-1 goal. So absolutely huge save because that goal makes it 4-2. That puts Nashville back in the hockey game. So huge save from Campbell. And one thing that we've kind of seen from Campbell in the past was you kind of let those those goals compact and compact and compact. You really have that short memory, but he had that tonight. He bounced back right after the Nashville goal. Yeah, there was a lot of good things about tonight. Honestly, it's hard to pick and choose. But let's go through the scoring summary. Once again, as I said, presented by our friends at Crown Royal. They're the best. I can't wait to see Tyler do this tomorrow at noon. Maybe he'll get a nice little buzz going yeah, on. Yeah, poll is live. Poll is live. Poll is live, Kate. So people let me know where are we at right now. With uh, the- 94% of course. say two. I, of I, course. I knew what the result of this poll was going to be. I just wanted to be able to come to Tyler <laughs> I'm honestly this. surprised it's not unanimous. Exactly. Yeah. Who voted one? Let me know in the chat who voted <laughs> one. And I might have to put you in a virtual timeout. But the scoring summary, things, things, started, things started well. They started early. I mean... To be honest, it looked like Nashville came out absolutely bumping and on fire. They were throwing puck after puck at the, the net. The mayor himself. Until the mayor himself showed up. Leon Dreisaitl was able to bury one at 8-11 on the power play, assisted by Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Zach Hyman. We called it. I think everybody in Edmonton, I think every Oilers fan, probably across North America. We knew he was going to have a game tonight. Was we really did. To take the over on everything Leon Dreisaitl. And boy, did he not disappoint. It was quickly followed by a Zach Hyman goal. Take that, Tyler. It was assisted by Evan Bouchard and Leon Dreisaitl, of course. Then it was 16.45. We had the Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Which goal is this? Which this goal is Hyman. 2 nothing. Yeah, let's take a look at this one. Beautiful. From his usual spot. From his usual spot, right in the blue paint. I was only one game off with my prediction. I said last game we were going to get a greasy Zach Hyman net front presence goal. Well, I was just one game behind, but we got to see it. We got it, though. It was nice to see. And I know there was some worries beforehand about line number two. As the blender, Mm -hmm. there was a lot of takes about the blender came out too early for Jay Woodcroft. Well, I guess we can at least nip that in the bud for right now. I think Woody might be might be the coach for a reason. I don't know. We might be on YouTube for our <laughs> reason. We'll go with that. Our third goal, as I said, was scored by Ryan Nugent Hopkins. 
assisted by Warren Fogle and Zach Hyman. There's another five on five. There you go. <laughs> and then, of course, Connor McDavid was able to bury at the end of oh the period. Oh, my with, God. I still don't know how I still don't know how he did this. What even happened on this? Goal. He didn't even slowed down. It uh, somehow the maintain speed, maintain the puck, does a complete 360, is able to bury. You could tell it was the Oilers' night pretty much at this point, Gavin. That yes. I think everything was about to go our way. Yeah, exactly. And that goal obviously knocked Saros out, out, out of this game too because then, then they went to their backup at the intermission. So, honestly, I cannot get over that goal. And yep. someone asked us in the um, in our comment section, how does this compare to his rookie goal against Columbus? Uh, I'm not going to say it's up there with that one mm-hmm. because, I don't know, there was a little bit of – and I don't want to upset anyone. A little bit of dumb <laughs> luck, I think, in this one. But we'll take it. I mean, dumb luck from Connor McDavid. I don't know if that's necessarily luck. So I'll tell you what that it's it's gonna be. I don't even know if that's a top ten goal for me for Connor McDavid. Which is actually which, crazy to which say because so anyone about else, Connor. this would be a top ten goal in their career. Exactly. Let me know in the chat where you guys think I see I got it here. McSpinaroonie. That's right, Corey. It was a McSpinaroonie. And I love those goals. But as Gavin mentioned, that was the end of the first period for nothing. And it was a little taken back when the second period came back. And you see Soros, the man that was a large topic of conversation yes, today at Nation HQ about what you would give up to get UC Soros. I believe Tyler's final offer was two firsts. Holloway. Dylan Holloway. And Broberg. And Jack Campbell for the money in there as well. I was not a fan of that trade. And I know I've seen a couple people in here quick to, and that's, as I said before, Gavin, that is so classic Edmonton Oilers fans, quick reaction. <laughs> they were saying like, well, tonight it looks like that Jack Campbell's the better goalie. And that would be a, an L trade for the Oilers. I don't know about that people. Yeah. It's just one game. I think I would still have UC Soros, but I am always down to keep piling on Mr. Tyler Uremcha. <laughs> Boom, we get into the second period where Thomas Novak was able to bury. I said in the pregame show, he was my yeah, player to watch. you did call this one. You did that call guy it. is electric. He's kind of all over the place. We kind of pointed out uh, some similarities. And what is the to, nickname you guys gave him? Uh, Novechkin. Novechkin, that's which right. Which he niped tonight. So there you go. I'm still I'm still alive with that, with that comparison, I guess <laughs> you could say. But it was on the power play, assisted by Ryan O'Reilly. I know there was some nerves. That was then when the Jack Campbell crazy scorpion save came into yeah. play. We really needed that one. It was a very we, surprising a thing save. to see getting a save like that. Whoa, I see in the chat officially here, not Tyler Mulek. Well, there's so many not Tyler Mulek eithers in there. I see we have the best. We have the best we honestly in the do. world. I love you guys so much. This makes me laugh. So it was quickly then after the save, Leon Dreisaitl was able to bury his second of the game on the power play. The Edmonton Oilers power play was once again buzzing. Two of three. Two or three I think yeah. it's pretty fair to say, Gavin, that they are back on the they power are back play. They never left. No, and make this back-to-back games with now two power play goals for the Edmonton Oilers. So, yeah, they are back and once again making a huge difference in hockey games. They are buzzing. And then, of course, finally, the last goal of the game was scored by Warren Fogle. Contract year, Warren Fogel. I'm loving this guy this season. He looks like a different player, a motivated player. 100%. He's all over the place. You notice him every time he's on the ice. I'm glad it wasn't a breakaway, but yeah, we'll take right. it. We'll that's take right. it. Well, yeah, we <laughs> knew he wasn't going to bury on that. And just like I said, there's a Brett Kulak, seven. There's a McDavid, seven, and a Fogel, seven. <laughs> Some, don't lie to me. Sometimes, people, you think that that is Connor McDavid. But 
That would be the final score as nothing was scored in the third period. The Oilers come out on top, 6-1. to one. It was a night We're in that the we column. have all been looking we for. We are there. And I know one man who's been looking for this and looking forward to this, and that is the man who built the place, Jay Downton, who we have standing by, ready to join us. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. Look at that smile on Jay. His teeth are <laughs> Jay, what did you think of the game? What an awesome night. Are we back? Oh, man, there's so much to talk about after your whole opening. Of course we're back. That was a commanding uh, appearance that we had in Nashville. It is just amazing. I don't know what it is. If it's the water, if it's going to Tootsie's to warm up pregame. Yes. Something about Nashville just brings out the best in us, and goddamn it, Leon's still the mayor. So... That was uh, that was a very kind of reassuring uh, performance. Not that we need to be like, you know, the sky is falling, but you know, the sky kind of was falling. You know, we went zero and two, and in, in the fashion that we did. Um, the thing that we did not bring up is how we are closing the gap on the goal dif- goal differential. That was a huge game. Yeah, I was predicting minus nine we- this game. I think we're talking yeah. about yeah. minus nine coming in. So. Yeah, so I was, I was predicting after the Philly game, this is after the first game of the season, not the second game, that we would be uh, caught up. So things are back on track. So that's good. Um, Tyler should do two shots. Um, he <laughs> totally. We're asking if he's going to be totally work tomorrow. I think we might be doing this. <laughs> so I think that's all the more reason for him to do two shots. I don't make the rules. Well, and, you know, it's not even a punishment. It's Crown Royal. It's the good stuff. It's top shelf. They're the best. They're right here. We haven't dipped into this bottle yet, but this one's just for show. Well, I've got one behind Chris Chalmers do it on uh, uh, Nation Real Life here as the season goes on. Yep, there you go. Well, it was one fantastic night, so why don't we get into the good, bad, and oily, which is presented by Alberta Blue Cross. And ladies and gentlemen, there's only one thing better than sharing memories, and that's making new ones. Visit Alberta Blue Cross for Alberta Blue Cross travel insurance that protects your memories and more wherever travel takes you. Visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information. Okay, Gavin, let's get into it. The good, there was so many things to pick from, but I think think everybody knows what it is. It's soup. The man played out of his mind. He was making the saves that we've been asking for on all our shows and podcasts saying, when I don't need... I don't need shutouts. I don't need a crazy game from him. I just need you to make the stops when they need to be stopped. And he did that 42 saves on 43 shots. Jay, break it down for me. What did you think of soup tonight? I stopped the puck tonight. This is what we thought soup was when we signed him to his contract. If it was last year's soup, I bet you that game was a one goal game. Uh, so he, you know, it, you know, Nashville created the chances. They got a lot of rubber on net and soup stood in there. So clearly, you know, he's feeling it. So, that is a big reason and gave the guys confidence. Like we came out of what was it after the first period? Three nothing, four nothing? Four nothing. Four nothing after the first. Four yeah. nothing. Yeah. And then we kind of came out flat. We did um for a little bit. And, and 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 granted, we did cough up a goal there, but that was not soup's fault. That was actually, I hate to say it, it was my boy Ekholm's fault. Uh, making a bad choice, just giving the puck back there in uh, in the corner well, and losing the right. He's back home. I'm gonna give him a pass on that one. Oh yeah, well he's still he's still not recovered yet. Like he's he's still trying to get into his game shape. So you know you got to give him some time and space. And that was a nice tribute to the game. But yeah, Soup stood on his head, and he is like, how can you not like? He's our number one goalie right now. Like he's he's got to be. We got to keep riding Soup right now. 
He's hot. He's the man. I see a lot of people here in the chat agreeing with you. I laughed at this one. Chris Ward said, back to preseason shape. That's right, Soup. <laughs> That's, That's where right. we want him. Right there. I see Liam's in the chat. Shout out Liam. Oilers forever. Yeah, I was very impressed by Jack Campbell as the preseason hype was almost – I mean, Jay, we said it on the first show. We were drinking the Kool-Aid. I was arguably shotgunning the Kool-Aid. I wanted it so bad. I think so all Oilers fans were for sure. And it – I mean, we weren't – they couldn't say that you were surprised after game one. I don't even know how much I blame that game on Soup. But it was very reassuring to see him bounce back. And like we said, after the first one was scored on him, we were quickly – I think everybody was clenched up a little bit being like, uh-oh, are the Oilers going to do what the Oilers do? I fully expected Tyson Berry to score a goal right there to be an ex-Oiler. But then he made the Scorpion save. It was pretty unreal performance. Gavin, what are you giving Jack Campbell at a 10 tonight? It's a 10 out of 10. Obviously, the guy makes over 40 saves. And we were talking about pregame. We were hoping that he'd have over a nine save percentage. Yeah. And he did that and more. Obviously, he gave the Oilers a chance to win today. Because like Jay mentioned too, Nashville did generate their scoring chances. And Jack Campbell came to this game and honestly... He won this game for us. Obviously, our offense did it too, but Jack Campbell, 10 out of 10. Yep, I see a couple of things in here, Jay. You'll appreciate this. Jake Walters said, Jay's got that baby sleeping voice going on right now. <laughs> he's, he's dead on. <laughs> I'll try to be quiet as well. I'm downstairs in the basement. I got the door closed, and we just put Crawford down literally like 20 minutes ago. So Let I me know everybody in the chat what you think. What you think of Jay's new backdrop? Because I really like the backdrop. And I was looking at those steins you have before the, the show. Fists in there? You got everything right there, Jay. I like that. I'm a um, avid stein collector. That makes a like house. One. This one's in, from Germany. And this actually, this little, see that little rock on top of there? That's actually a piece of the Berlin Wall. So this one's kind of connected to history. Wow. Would you look at that? A little history this lesson. One, wow. This is my, uh, my Matthias Ekholm. Oh, yeah. Viking oh. beard. Oh my god. Viking, yeah. Yeah. That is incredible. Now there was lots of good tonight. You could go from Leon Dreisel. You could go Warren Fogel. There's you could a many go different directions. Absolute nasty goal. It was the night we were all looking for, but we will kind of get into that a little bit more as we unpack the game. But as we know, with the good comes the bad. We didn't want to nitpick, but if we had to nitpick. Philip Broberg was our choice for the bad tonight. It hasn't really been the ideal start for Philip Broberg that I think everybody has kind of hoped. It's only three games in. I'm not pressing any panic buttons or anything, but I did see a couple of things. We went TikTok live during the first and second intermissions. Yeah. Some people bringing up Vinny DeHarnay's name. I know people did earlier today. Philip Broberg just kind of looks like he's chasing the game a little bit in our own end. He panics with the puck, too. He just seems like he's panicking. He doesn't seem like himself. Jay, what have you thought of Philip Broberg tonight specifically and then kind of overall in the three games? You know, you know, you said don't no need to push the panic button, but you know, he's put together a pretty long body of work here. It's more than just three games and it's we're seeing the same stuff. Um, you know, not you know exactly like not confident under pressure. Uh, chasing the game, um, easy to knock around. Like he can skate, he's got the tools, but for some reason, 
he's he's having a tough time putting it together right now. So, you know, to me, it is a bit of a concern because this is a guy we've now had in our system for, you know, a decent amount of time. So, you know, we got to be patient with defensemen in their development, but you got to think we got to start seeing some some steps forward and it's 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 not happening right now. So, you know, I, I would agree with your bad. Um, if uh, I don't know how I, 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 this is my first after dark of the year. Aaron, you're doing a kick-ass job. I know there's a, probably a new format. So does this go around? Do I have to say one when it comes to me? Or are we just no, jumping on to this have to, But if you have one. See, we didn't want to nitpick. I didn't even want yeah, to honestly, give a bad name. Well, yeah, well, mine, mine has nothing to do with the Edmonton Oilers. It has everything to do with the fans of the National Predators. Why the hell are you leaving a game early when Connor McDavid's on the ice? <laughs> what are you doing? you got to take advantage of that opportunity. Like, what the hell was going on? Bill, building was like 20% people left by the end of it. I get it, your team's getting shit-kicked, but if Conor David's on the ice, you stay and you watch him. It's theater on ice, and they're not exactly. going to get that many opportunities to watch a guy like that. But hey, maybe maybe it's a weekday game. I don't know, but I can tell you that's not happening out here in Edmonton, Jay. I know we. There's would, no such thing as weekdays in Nashville. Yeah, actually, very good call. That's an incredibly good guy. Totally went over my head. Yeah, there's no yeah. reason. Well, maybe they went to Tootsie's. Maybe maybe they just oh, left and went to Tootsie's man. early. I think about Tootsie's all the time. <laughs> I've never been, and I know so much about it. I, I can't wait till I go. But there's a couple people in here. As I said, we didn't want to pick a bad, but they've got Broberg's back. Rusty the Reckless Optimist said, I thought Bro Beans was fine. His skating is so good. Corey said, I honestly thought Broberg played decently. And right, that's once again. It's, yeah, it's no. decently. I don't, I don't think he had a terrible in game. In a 6-0 game, it was definitely hard for us to pick a bad, right? But exactly. like at the same time, like to get Broberg's credit, he's only played 72 games in his NHL career, but he really has not adjusted to the pace yet. But obviously that comes with time. Yeah, exactly. Not Tyler Mulek said, Broberg has some seriously good plays. He will come through. He flashes for sure. Yeah, exactly. I'm seeing some people in here. Genesis said Hollywood seriously looking like a superstar in season two. We'll get into that as we unpack that. But you know what, Gavin? Let's get into the oily because I think this is what everybody wants to talk about. It's the mayor of Smashville. It's Leon Dreisaitl. Running for another term the man, as the mayor. Oh, that's true, actually. Maybe he could break the record for terms probably in, yeah, in, I that, think so. in that city. Longest serving mayor in, in Nashville history, yeah. And like we talked about it on the pregame show before, how it like it honestly doesn't even make sense why Nashville is the team that he does this against. Because it's very easy, past- it's, I'll tell you why. If you uh, go and look into this, and sorry to jump into it, but you invited me on. This is what happens when you do that. Uh, Nashville is the sister city of Edmonton, so he just feels comfortable. It's his city. Nashville is Edmonton. Edmonton is Nashville. So therefore, it is Leon, you hot bitches, city. Oh, yeah, it is Leon, you hot bitch. Actually, Gavin, do we have that? Do we, we have do. that graphic? <laughs> I wanted to bring Shout this. out to Kennedy. Shout out to Kennedy because she threw this up. I think this is going to be the name of the show tomorrow. Leon, you hot bitch with Tyler Uremchuk, sponsored by Crown Royal. <laughs> Love it. But uh, Leon Dreisaitl, Gavin, once again, you called it in your Betway bets, yeah. which we will unpack in just a minute. But Leon showed up once again. Are you even surprised? Honestly, I kind of had a tweet about this. We should have been surprised that Drysdale put up four points throughout the second period, but I honestly was not. You throw him on a line with Connor McDavid going to this game and showing his history against the National Predators, you knew he was due for a huge night. Yeah, exactly. I just see everybody here. Dry is the, ma- dry is the mayor already on Wiki. So good. <laughs> I would love somebody to check if that is actually a thing, if somebody changed him to be the mayor of Smashville. 
I love watching Leon Draisaitl just stay in that spot yeah, in his on office. his Ovechkin office. UC Saros did make a save from him on that spot yeah. earlier in the game because I think everybody in their dog knew that puck was going to go there. And I think even Leon noticed that because then as the puck was still in their zone, he found a way to sneak into the front of the net untouched a little bing bang yeah, boom, found the open space back of the net and you're like wow that guy can score from everywhere jay well he's he has scored from behind the goal line so yeah the guy just defies physics and also just a smart guy stealthy when he needs to be uh and can't give that guy any space with the puck uh because he can shoot it so and goals in consecutive games, three consecutive games open up the season. Coming for you, Austin Matthews, buddy. Coming for you. It's the long game. It's not about doing it in blast. It's about just doing it consistently. Consistency. That's right, Jay. I see Kennedy. Kennedy is in here getting her love for the logo and confirmed somebody from the Discord did, in fact, go change Leon Dreisaitl's Wikipedia page to be the mayor of Nashville. Love it. I love it. Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trends says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com. And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Of the Discord boys, you guys keep it up and you oh, keep that best. going all the time. So, Gavin, I believe we're done with the good, bad, and oily presented by Alberta Blue Cross. This one, because on a game like today, there's so many options you could go with. We've got our DoorDash hot and cold performers of the game. And as you might have noticed, there is a nice promo code on your screen. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code, all capitals, Nation25. I ever feel like every time I say DoorDash, I hear ding dong <laughs> in the background of my head. That's 25% off, up to $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order. Get it in the app store and enter the code NATION25. Don't forget the code on your screen, all caps, NATION25. We love DoorDash. So for me, my hot performer of the game, Jay, this is where we're going to go around and ask you your hot performer of the game. So you've got you've got a little time here. My hot performer of the game, besides Jack Campbell, besides Leon Dreisaitl, it's Warren Fogel. It's the Fogel it is. Oh, yeah, bring this up for me. Let's Gavin. ride. Let's ride, ladies and gentlemen. If you know me, I love to yell, yell at the top of my lungs. Let's ride. So when I saw this clip, when they tweeted that out, I had the biggest smile on my face. But it's Warren Fogle. The guy gets upgraded to the second line, continues his hot play he was doing on the third line. Honestly, I'm starting to think it just might be a Warren Fogle thing. Jay, what'd you think of the Fogue, Fogue daddy? You know, he was a different player for the last 20 games of the season and going into the playoffs, and he seemed to continue that forward into this season. Consistency has always been a struggle for him. So, you know, he's been very visible. Um, you know, he's 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 a factor now. So, obviously, contract year does play in it, and that's fine. We'll take that. You know, our time is now. So, we need Fogel, you know, being as good as he can, he can be. So, go get those cookies, buddy. Uh, and chase that contract, and let's see uh, what we can do this season together. But uh, 
I'm uh yeah, I'm I'm all in right now on that guy. Yep, that's right, Gavin. You got any other hot performance that stood out to you? I I think I have to get to Zach Hyman. Yep. Zach Hyman, he only played 13 minutes today, but he still found a way to put up four points, a shot on goal, and it was a plus three tonight. Yep. And he got into the dirty area to put away that his first goal of the year. So shout out to Zach Hyman too. He's definitely my hot performer. Today. It's very weird that yeah, you can get four points in 13 minutes and like a four-point night, but it kind of went under the radar a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it did. Here and there, he was able to bury one. Um, my, uh, Jay, do you got... Yeah, just well, to keep it DoorDash-themed, um, okay. uh, what about our boy Gene Principe and the uh, Edmonton uh, poutine hot dog that he dropped <laughs> on the floor? <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. So, <laughs> use Nate Nation 25, order yourself a uh, poutine hot dog, and, you know, don't drop it on the floor like Gene. You could what also be, you- well... Be a cold performer, really, if you wanted to, but yeah, I love that guy. He love punned you. his way through that one. He dropped it and he just dropped pun, 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 like a smoke bomb to make us think that he forgot he even dropped the hot dog. Gene's the impressive. Best. I love that guy. What'd you think of the hot dog? Because I'm not gonna lie to you, it looked pretty good to me. I might have even picked it up off the floor. And well, well I would have too. Well, let's be honest. If I'm in Nashville, I'm going there as an Oilers fan, obviously. Probably gonna have a few beers, maybe a Crown Royal and Cola. Uh, and I'm going to be hungry and I'm going to see Edmonton dog on the menu. And so just, it's going to tug on the heartstrings. I'm also going to see that it involves poutine. Uh, and I'm going to be in a state of mind that requires a poutine. So smashing that together, given the setting, I think would be an absolute home run. One of my absolute home runs that I love is a good tater talked poutine oh, after oh, a night of beers yes. at the bar. Most specifically, I mean, no free shout outs, but, uh, they don't air shop on White Ave. I'll leave it at that. They do a great tater tot poutine that, honestly, I'm wow. getting to right now. Tater tots are elite. I'm a shredded hash brown guy, but I do love tater tots. I knew I liked you, Jay. I knew <laughs> I liked you from day one. Okay, and with the hot performer comes the cold performer. I wasn't going to pick an Edmonton Oiler. I didn't really want to pick Philip Roberg for the bad. So my cold performer is UC Soros. As we heard earlier Tyler was talking it up today about UC Soros and how <laughs> now don't get me wrong. He's a great goaltender. He's a Vesna caliber goaltender. Still elite for He's sure. still elite. I'd still take him over either one of our guys, but tonight our guy was able to outplay him. He allowed four goals on 11 shots and was yanked by, by the first period, by the start yeah. of the second. I'm not going to lie to you. I was a little stunned when we started the second period and I was in here games going out there and gavin yelled at me he's pulled he's pulled i didn't even know who you were talking about i didn't (laughs) think that was an option but they did it jay we were able to light up one of the best goaltenders in the league tonight well i think he was emotionally compromised uh his boy matthias is back in town he misses him he misses his defensive abilities so he's just a lot of stuff is going on in his head so he was an emotional wreck and we took advantage of that uh so you know, thank you, Matthias. Uh, sorry, you see about your luck. You're allowed to have an off night. You're elite. We exposed you. And um, yeah. Gavin, any other cold performers? Not from the Oilers, that's for sure. I do have one. Oh, he's... I do. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be that guy, but no, I'll be no, that guy. Be that guy. I was hoping to see a little bit more from Evander Kane tonight still. I know Ooh. we kind of brought him up last yeah, game. Cool. And he gets swatted with dry settle McDavid. I was kind of expecting like, yeah, like light up the score sheet a little bit, but he still didn't make that difference to me today. I don't know if I'm, that's just me. What do you guys think? Yeah, Vander Kane had one assist, one shot 
in 17 minutes of ice, playing on the top line. And he looks slow. He looks very slow. He looks like there's lead in his skates. Jay, what are you seeing from Evander? Yeah, he's off to a slow start. Um, yeah, the movement. Uh, uh, there's a lot of things going on there. I'm hoping he can uh, find it here soon because you know he's a he's a needed weapon. We need him. You know, he, we need him scoring. We just need him. You know, competing and being that power power forward that uh, you know we got to know and love in his first season with us. So yeah, uh, slow start. I hope it's just a slow start and mm-hmm. just you know takes a little bit of time for, for to get that guy going. But uh, right now I'll be patient. Um, but it, there's there's reason to be concerned for sure. Yeah, my brain it always kind of goes to, and I know people don't want to hear this on game three of the season, but I view Evander Kane as a playoff performer. He's a playoff guy. So for me, as long as his game is rolling when it really matters, mm-hmm. laying the body, being that power forward you just described. I don't want to freak out three games in. Am I a little nervous? Am I a little thrown off? Because he doesn't really, hasn't looked like the same player no. since really that injury, maybe even the year before. Well, and where does where does Evander Kane see most of his, his success from? In the dirty areas, yeah. in front of the net. And honestly, he's not he's doing not that there. anymore. He's not there. He's just, yeah, exactly. He just simply is not there so i think for candy going he needs to put a couple pucks off his ass in the net just maybe to kind of juice him up a little bit pot a couple goals just find himself in the dirty areas and then just let him take off yeah i'm seeing a lot of people here agree on the Kane front lance kane says i agree shell iverson said 100 percent right about kane and then they're back to what they would let gavin do and they'd let gavin walk their cats (laughs) i'd like uh, jay there is this ridiculous bit going on in the chat here (laughs) of what they would let Tyler, myself, or Gavin do, and let's just say they're getting they're getting ridiculous. Rusty agrees with me. I also see in here for a cold performer, not Tyler Mulek, said Kulak. Bit of a cold performer as well. I don't know. I didn't over really, think, I didn't, I didn't Kulak think that, had a bad game. No, not not today for sure. Jay, anything? Yeah, he was, you know, he wasn't overly no- noticeable, which isn't a bad thing. He got that post yeah, there, he had a good shot there, that one chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, that's pretty much it. I honestly, those are the only cold performers that I want to get into because yeah. I don't want to spoil. We want six not, one. I don't want to spoil Let's a go. night like this. This was a good night, and you know how this night got even better, young Gavin. What's that? Well, the boardsies bankroll segment going. today. Boy, Ooh. Gavin, are we on fire? The last two games in a row. So if you don't know. On pre-gaming with Boardsy, the Oilers Nation pre-game show presented by Sherwood Ford, we pre-pick three bets that we like that Gavin here supports with some statistics. Today's bets were Oilers puck line. Easy. Cash money. The second one was Oilers to win with McDavid two points. This one was a little bit of a sweat, but we got there. It was because they initially didn't credit Connor with the assist on what goal was that? Uh, That was the one... So Bouchard, I, I know we went six one. All the goals kind of meshed together, but it's the one that Broberg assisted on as well. Yeah, exactly. And then our third bet was Leon Dreisaitl over three and a half shots Got on them goal. The first period. That was the one that the chat voted on, so that's the one that keeps on the record. We're currently two and one on these bets. But Gavin, we said it ourselves before we were going to ride with all three of these, and all three of back these to back check, games. check check check. The to four back is games. yours, we went Gavin. Six for six. If uh, the people want to thank you for making them a little bit of money in the chat here, I'm sure you wouldn't appreciate that. But Gavin, the numbers presented this, that this was going to happen. Yeah. Take it from there. 
Well, yeah, like the easy one that we were even talking on the pregame show and even in the office before we went live was that Leon Dreisaitl shot prop over three and a half was easy money. He did that in what, eight of the last 10 games against Nashville. And in those 10 games, he was averaging over five shots on goal. And he had seven shots against Vancouver on Saturday. So Dreisaitl was putting the puck on the net. Oh, and for, forgot to mention, he was playing with Connor McDavid today. He's playing with Connor McDavid, so that's also why I had to lock that one up. It was the perfect storm. It, it was. It, it really was. Nashville. It was. We needed a win, and you're on Connor McDavid's wing. Jay, how did your wallet get treated today by our friends at Betway? Any any successes? Any misses? Uh, well, I I went all in on Leon. Uh, so I'm Leon in. over yeah Leon over two and a half points was my bet. I kind of I had a rough start to the season. I don't know about I don't know about you guys. Um, so I just I limped into tonight, and I'm an idiot because that's not my normal self. Uh, I would have had every pre-built bet with Leon smoked, hammered for tonight. But I have to ease my way back in, get my confidence back. So I just went Leon over two and a half points because that's what the mayor does when he goes to his to his constituents and plays in front of them, puts up points. So yeah, it was a good night getting getting back in the momentum going, building up the bankroll again. Yeah, it was good. I see not Tyler Mulek here said paid out in the first period. You're right, yeah. it did. You're yeah, right, did. it did. We're on fire right well, now. So Jared, on sure. fire. I knew he was gonna get at least two there. I see Genesis says, I'd let Gavin win me money. That's right. We would let that do that. <laughs> Gotta hit them likes, only eights. So, oh yeah. What do we got? Uh everybody, just be sure to smash the like button. I don't I don't think we're gonna set a goal today. He's on a night like today. Yeah, we're sitting at 58 right now. 58. Yeah, okay, perfect. perfect. Well, let's make it 61. 61. Let's do it. Hey, there we go. Let's get three of you in there at least. Smash the like button. Okay, Jay. I would be doing the nation citizens a disservice if I didn't ask you when you come on the show. It's what everybody wants to talk about with you. Evan Bouchard so far this season. He had <laughs> two apples tonight, I do believe, in 17 minutes and 58 seconds on the yeah. ice. It's been an up and down start to the season for Evan Bouchard here and there. It's the highs and the lows, the peaks and the valleys. What have you thought of his game tonight and overall throughout these three games? Uh, his first two games were rough, uh, and we'll just leave it at that. Uh, remember, I don't like. I feel bad that I that I'm, I'm harsh against him, but I'm just, I just, I see, and I know everyone else sees what I see. But anyways. <laughs> Uh, better, better game. Like, you know, not as he, he contributed on the score sheet, which is, you know, what he's, he's, he's paid to do. Uh, and you know, didn't see any big gaffes, uh, or any reason to be upset on the defensive side of the game, you know, looked pretty, uh, quiet and unnoticeable, which is a good thing. So, um, yeah, tonight was a, a good bounce back game for him. Let's see if he can keep it going. Uh, we're playing lesser competition, right? With Nashville and Philly. Like, these are great games to kind of like just sharpen the tools a little bit. So, uh, you know, it's a long season. So I'm not like, it's like, I'm not going to be critical of them for the first two games. A lot of like 95% of the Oilers had a rough first two games. So, uh, but a, definitely a bounce back game for him and just hoping that he can uh, maintain some consistency as we get deeper into the season because we got to start racking up some W's. That's a good point with the kind of the weaker schedule. I felt like today was a good get right game with Nashville. As I said, it was a perfect storm. I feel like Philly could be another one of those on Thursday. Don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. We just got our first win of the season, but I could see the Oilers starting to string some wins along here now. 
I see the hashtag trade Jay is back in the chat. People, we can't trade Jay. He signs my checks. So I, I can't I can't have that happen. I, I can't have that. Put him in a timeout, Gavin. Hey, I'm I I I'm happy with Evan Bouchard. I'm happy with the contract he's on. So like you're not gonna hear me be super critical of him this year. Hey, Unless perfect. you're sitting beside me at another game and he makes a big gaffe, then I might be a little bit more but publicly hey, I won't be as uh, negative. That's your right as a fan. That's your right as a fan to yell whatever you want inside that building. I see Chris Rizzi says here, just saying, I needed Leon to score a Hattie for $1,250 on a $25 bet. That's a tough one. I know I our think we've all been there. Our boy Waz also yes. hammered the Leon Dreisaitl hat trick, and pretty much he watched a game with us in the office here. And he pretty much spent that entire third period pulling his hair out. I did think it was kind of funny that in the third period, the Oilers were on the power play. And they had, I don't know, it was a combination of Adam Ernie. Derek Ryan was out there. Derek Ryan, Leon Dreisaitl <laughs> with Brett Kulak, and I think Philip Roberg. And I was like, nice. Jay Woodcroft wants him to get that hat trick. Jay, it would have been nice. Oh, it would have been nice. And, you know, if I I would have had a bet on that for sure, too, if I was, you know, normally betting. So it could have happened. It's the, the circumstance was there. So it's it was a good, you know, the value was there to give it a try. Yep. It was. Hedge, but you, you better have had hedges around that, though. So you don't, you know, you would have still made some money. Spoken, spoken like a true veteran right there. <laughs> okay. Well, moving along now, let's look ahead to Thursday as the Edmonton Oilers We'll be taking on the Philadelphia Flyers. Early puck drop, too. It's going to be another early one. Yeah, yeah. 5.30 start, Mountain. So once again, pre-gaming with Boardsy. We'll be going live at 4.30. And, I mean, the Philadelphia Flyers, they're currently, I believe, 2-1 and one on the season. So, I mean, they've had a good start. But the Oilers should, in theory, roll over a team like this. It should be another get-right game. Jay, what's your score prediction for Thursday night? you're right they should win um but they're you can't take philly for granted because you know you know their coach gets them playing hard they're he always get like they're gonna compete they may suck but they're gonna compete and it's gonna be a win that we have to earn it's not gonna be given i bet you it's a tighter game even though i need them to squat score three to bring even up the differential but uh or be up by three but i i'm gonna call it a three one oilers victory gavin what about you yeah, I think it's going to be a little bit of a low-scoring game. I'm going to go 2-1 Oilers overtime. Nice. I was also going with the theme. I never bet the under. Like no, don't. Bet the under, so I won't. But I'm predicting, a, I think, a 3-1 Oilers victory. I think I'm going to keep it tight. If it's Carter Hart in the net, I think he should be having a good game. I do see here that his record is 1-1 one one with an 891 save percentage. And you got a shutout tonight against Vancouver. Uh, well, there you go. Okay. <laughs> That'll change that. I do see one thing before we wind down that Camus 16 wanted to bring up. He said, late getting in. So sorry if this was already talked about. I doubt it, which it wasn't. Thoughts on the Ernie versus Smith we fight? Were talking about I feel that. like that's an easy instigator penalty on Smith. Wasn't even a big hit by Ernie. I want to be honest with you. I'm not sure about the instigator penalty part. But Gavin, when we were watching yeah. here, we brought up that I think the Oilers were up. Three nothing at the time. Three nothing. Three nothing at the time. And of course, that's what that guy's trying to do is to get a fight, get some momentum mm-hmm. on home ice. And I was a little surprised that Ernie took that fight. It was very short lived. Yeah. Boy, did they smash into the ice. I always get a little 
tense when I see a guy's head going like that. Gavin, thoughts on the fight? Do you think what he mentioned here about the instigator? Did you see anything about that? I didn't really see anything about the instigator, yeah. but like like you just kind of mentioned, Aaron, was um, I didn't really understand that spot for us to fight. We're up 3 nothing. We're on the road. Why why get Nashville like that kind of juice is flowing again, like get a little bit of momentum back on their side? I didn't really get it, but obviously didn't even matter. So one six one. Yep, Jay. Anything? Did you notice this instigator part? I don't know. I might have to go back oh, and watch. Hey, I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think it's a reach. Uh, I think it's a reach. Um, but you know, in terms of the fight, I loved it. Um, you got Adam Ernie, who's competing for his livelihood to stay up with the big club. Um, so yeah, no, guys. Like, yeah, sure. There's circumstances when you don't maybe fight for that momentum, and that's always maybe a concern, but. You know, a big guy came after him. He stood up for himself. I thought it was great. That probably, you know, the the team's trying to find their identity right now, you know, after that rough start. So I think him taking that is great. Um, you know, it was an okay fight. You know, no one got hurt. It wasn't anything, you know, to – it's not going to – it's not going to score high on hockey fights when it goes up. But, <laughs> I know, I think it's uh, – I think is what it, what it, what it, what it meant, you know, well, to me as a fan, just to kind of see that, like, the, the, the team is, you know, they're – they're they're fighting like they're here to compete right they're grinding right so um i think it was good for ernie to do that because he's trying to stay up so you know and we need we need some of that uh truculence as they like to call it it's a truculence pug nasty i don't remember what burke said i don't remember all the lines but it's a ridiculous line i laughed at this one from dr Conzo. i got one more question for you of who the Oilers you want to see in nets on thursday but i had to get in dr Conzo said good lord has Gavin's jawline get even better, or am I a monkey's uncle? What the? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh man! It's a nice, it's a nice family vibe in here. It's full of compliments, but I want to you- unpack. What is it? What does a monkey's uncle mean? I've never, that, I've never heard that saying either. I've I was heard, hoping that I've one of you guys knew. Saying. Well, I've, never- I've heard it. I've, I've even used it, but I don't even know what the hell I'm saying. <laughs> Let me know in the chat what monkey's uncle means, Doctor Gonzo. I'd actually really appreciate that. Maybe you don't even know. Maybe it's whatever you want it to mean. But final question, Soup or Skinner on Thursday night? Gavin, we'll start with you. I think it's easy. I think you go Soup. Ten times out of ten, he's coming off of a 48 performance. He's our goalie right now until he proves. Otherwise, I'm going back to Jack Campbell on Thursday. Jay? I'll take a side of Soup with my Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, I hate to say it, but I think I'm riding Jack Campbell again as well. Why do you hate to say it? Why do you hate to say it? There's nothing to hate. Well, it's just because I do think that Stuart Skinner, right, is our future. I do want to think of him as the one A. I'm okay if he's one B. Hey, it's no no skin off my back or whatever. Like I'll, have, I'll be fine. We have Jack for this year and three more, and we have Skinner for this year and one more. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that is so fair. You you want the guy you're paying five million to be your one A. So you know, and or 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 at least play up to so it's a tradable contract, and Skinner does develop and can take over the one A job. Like I think this is a good thing. This is good for Skinner's development. Like he he got exhausted yeah. last year. Like he was not the same guy in the playoffs. And you know, there's obviously a, another conversation to be had. You know, after that LA game, should we have started rolling with Jack? But um, Jack's in the net, man. Hey, Give it to I'm- the hot tender. I'm all about riding the hot hand. Exactly. I don't care who it is. Whoever makes the most saves in the last game. Hey, let's keep <laughs> it going. I know Jack Campbell before this game. I believe his goals against was 857. So we can yeah. guarantee that that one 
is going down. Okay, gentlemen, down, I down. think that's it for tonight. I want to give a big thank you to everybody for tuning in. I want to give another big thank you to our sponsors, Crown Royal, DoorDash, Betway, and Alberta Blue Cross. We will be unpacking this game and hopefully unpacking this bottle of Crown Royal right <laughs> here tomorrow at noon Mountain Time on Oilers Nation every day or Leon, you hot bitch every day with Tyler Uremchuk. So thank you, Gavin. Thank you, Jay. We will catch you all again Thursday after the game. Thank you very much for tuning in and have a great sleep. And I hope you all wake up with big smiles on your face because I am going to for sure. Good night, everybody. Good night. Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trends says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com. And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799.